0: Y'all, listen in as we talk about how to pick a quality coordinator or should it be a quality manager and how TQA can help you. In today's global economy, quality matters. Benjamin Franklin once quipped The bitterness of poor quality remains long after the sweetness of low price is forgotten. Quality Matters is here to talk about all things quality. So, whether you're looking to improve your business, getting ready for an audit, or dealing with failed inspections. Tune in, check us out, then get back to doing work that matters. Hey everyone, welcome back to Quality Matters, brought to you by Texas Quality Assurance, where quality management gets simplified. I'm Darcy. And I'm Kyle. And um, we're gonna talk about your quality management system. Okay. And it, the man what is the term that the standard uses of the person that should be running
1: it? Well, that is a good question because it no longer has a term. Okay. It used to be in the 2008 edition of ISO 9001, they called it the quality management representative. Okay. API still references a management representative. Unfortunately, a lot of people took that to mean a literal position of a management representative, that that's your job title. Full time. And that's not what it was meant to be. It is meant that you are a manager representing the quality management system. Okay. And unfortunately, the management representative in most companies um, is a coordinator. That's the other common term, the quality coordinator or the HSE coordinator. And If you have the coordinator job title, you're probably shaking your fist at the sky, saying, I know where he's going with this.
0: So the problem is that you can't be a quality management system coordinator. No, you get. You have to have some authority.
1: Yes, it is all the responsibility and none of the authority.
0: So I think Kyle pretty well kind of defined this in his. Angry outbursts. <laughs> I have been there before, you, <laughs>
1: and I work with folks very regularly that are in this spot.
0: You controlled yourself well, I will say that. <laughs> <laughs> so the issue is, it has to be somebody with authority, because otherwise, let's say, you know, Jim and Sally work side by side out in mm-hmm. the shop, and Sally is now the quality management coordinator. Right. And Sally comes and says... Hey, Jim, you didn't upload these documents or you haven't right. had your training, and Jim said, "Okay, Sally, whatever." Yeah. Yep. And Sally cannot do anything about it.
1: No, no, it's 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 tough. You, you wind up just you chasing your tail all day long. It, it's it's really it miserable is the right word.
0: And it also doesn't have to already be a management person.
1: No, you don't have to be a member of top management, but you do have to have some authority, which means you have to select someone with the capacity and the competence and the confidence to make <laughs> I was good gonna say, decisions. And the <laughs> <laughs> well, and I look. Because uh,
0: you can take take the same example. Jim and Sally have been on the shop forever. Management comes and says, hey, Sally, we need a quality management, quality manager yes. to manage our system. We think you're great. It's going to be you. You are now our quality manager. Yes. Okay, great. Well, Sally's still been on the shop for however long Sally's been on in the shop with all these other people. Mm-hmm. And if Sally comes and says, Jim, you haven't done your training. I really need your train." Oh, yeah, ha, ha, whatever. And Sally says, no, you have to do it or I'm going to write you up. Or yeah. Whatever there has, to, has be to be some force of authority. Well, then it's going to be awkward for them because yep. they've known each other for a long time.
1: Yeah. But even that can be over overcome the um, so that's why I say that it whoever your quality manager is, it has to be someone that knows how to deal with people because like what you're looking at right there is a great example. Like the if when someone doesn't take the action they're told to do, the next option isn't, well, I'm going to write you up. Unfortunately, a lot of folks get thrown into this role, and especially in the safety world. I think it's gotten better in the last few years, but safety used to be this way. It's like, you do something wrong, right up. You do something wrong again, right up. Hey, we're firing you. Done. Move on. And you wind up being absolutely hated. Mm-hmm. You were hated. There's not a better word.
0: I guess I can see it with safety more because it's safety.
1: Well, like. people get real offended with it on quality, too. Let me tell okay. you, you tell a welder that's been welding longer than you've been alive that he needs to re-weld that or even tell him that it needs to get inspected. Let me tell you, someone's, some of these guys ready to come to blows over that. Okay. So, it's not just safety. It's, so, you got to have someone that knows how to work with people. So, I get asked a lot, like, well, what training do I need to be a quality manager? Like what certifications do I need? What qualifications do I need? I'm like, honestly, from the quality aspect, I'm not saying it's not important, but the ISO 9001 standard isn't terribly difficult to read and understand. Horribly boring, but it's not difficult to read and understand. Mm -hmm. But if you can't deal with people and if you can't make good decisions, you're going to flop every time. Unfortunately, they put folks in this coordinator role Where if you put them on the org chart, they answer to the COO or they answer to the CEO or they answer to the production manager, which is a terrible way to do it. Um, (laughs) But they have no authority over anyone else. And I don't mean this for a power trip. But it's like if you're going to tell someone, no, this cannot move forward until this step has been inspected or this does need to be reworked, um, it's tough.
0: Because if they're just a coordinator and not a manager, then it's like, this has to be done or I'm going to go tattletale.
1: Yes. And it's terrible. <laughs> terrible. I've been there. It's terrible. Um, so here's another example we we ran into uh, last year is guy's Fantastic. Absolute perfect guy for the job. He's the uh, coordinator. And a lot of training needs to be done. So he gets there you know the shift starts at 6 a.m so he gets there like five forty-five, five thirty 5 30 to make sure that he can be ready to do his training before the shift starts but he has to beg and plead the uh production uh supervisor for to take the guys for 10 minutes for a toolbox talk It's like you shouldn't really need to beg and plead to take the guys for a toolbox talk. they should be
0: on the same level and the same team and the same page.
1: It should be, hey, I'm doing a toolbox talk tomorrow. I need your guys ready. Start of the shift. I will minimize the disruption to production. And the supervisor should be able to say, yes, done. It should be that simple.
0: And so the other thing is that I think you touched on earlier, the role of the quality manager should not be their full-time job. Your system should run Mm
1: -hmm. so that... Well, it depends on how big your business is. Okay. If we're talking about small business, less than 100, less than 150 employees, honestly, quality manager is not a full-time job. It's not. I would love to say, yeah, it is, because I was one, but that's the reason that I was the quality manager, the health and safety, the environmental, inventory, insurance, IT, because it's there's just not enough for a small business once the management system's in place right. for a full-time quality manager.
0: So that leads me to a little bit of a sales pitch. Okay. <laughs> we offer fractional quality management. Yes. And I don't know that a lot of people know that no. or what it is that we do.
1: It's kind of a new thing out there. I honestly don't know anyone else that quite does system. at am saying we're the only ones. I'm saying I don't know. Um you find it with uh, the C-suite fairly often. You get a fractional executive, a fractional CFO, uh, you know, a fractional marketing officer, whatever. But you need it for quality.
0: So fractional quality management to TQA means.
1: Yeah, we have three levels because we recognize different organizations need different levels of support. Right. So there's not one size fits all, and to be clear, this is not. The retainer program that so many consultants try to put folks in, (laughs) that retainer program is the opportunity for that consultant to milk a monthly invoice and do as little work as possible for as long as possible. That's bullcrap so what we do quite different
0: just as a reminder we are a small business we know what it means to be a small business (laughs) and to watch every dollar come in and go out yes so when kyle says we're not trying to milk it we're going to give you value for the money you're spending oh yeah and our ultimate goal is to work ourselves out of a job and kyle's going to explain that
1: cool so we've got three tiers of it um level one is quarterly support you get a business day every quarter You get phone and email, support in between. We're going to set up a monthly strategy call with you. Fantastic. Now, let me also say this same model can be applied. If you've got a large organization with smaller departments, this same model can be applied within your organization. Uh So that
0: would be somebody that maybe already has their system in place, Mm -hmm. doesn't want to pay for a full-time quality manager, doesn't want to pay all the benefits of a full-time quality manager but you need somebody to come check in with you once a month and make sure everybody's doing what they need to be doing.
1: Yep. So the second level of support is you get monthly dedicated support plus access to our team for training. Again, phone and email support, monthly strategy call. So you get monthly support. The third tier, which we actually don't intend on keeping people on for very long. I I tell the team that if we've ever got someone on the third tier of support for more than two or three months, we're doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, So like Darcy said, our goal is to work ourselves out of a job here. Um, Is the third tier of support gives you weekly support. So you get someone on site or dedicated remote on a weekly basis. You get up to 40 hours of dedicated support in a month. And it's still cheaper than hiring a full-time employee. Plus, not only do you get that dedicated support, but this is what I think is so cool about it, is I've worked with consultants before where you work with that consultant. And if he doesn't know the answer, you're SOL. Like, right. what are you going to do? Right. he doesn't know, he's going to come up with some bullcrap answer that doesn't actually help you. Mm-hmm. Um, we're all trained here. If you don't know, your answer is, I don't know, I'll find out, I'll call you back in an hour.
0: Right. You're getting a team of yes. support, not one person.
1: So I think this is a fantastic model for small businesses.
0: I think the thing I like most about, well, there's a couple of things I like most about it. One, it's our goal to work ourselves out of a job and not keep you on this monthly retainer and milk it. And the second thing is, as we talked about, finding the right person within your company Mm -hmm. to manage the system is difficult because they all know each other. Mm -hmm. They have to have some authority, but then it's awkward to have that authority over your friends that you've worked with.
1: So You need some mentoring.
0: We come in as TQA, and we can play nice bad cop. Yes. You know, we're going to tell your team they need to do what they need to do, but we're going to do it in a nice, Mm -hmm. effective, communicative way way (laughs) um because we're still on your team yep we want to make sure things get done but then we're not like oh who does sally think she is telling me what to do like yep you know um and we're gonna train up whoever you choose as a manager to then Mm -hmm. take over that role
1: we've got one client right now they lost their quality manager last year they hired a new one He's absolutely fantastic, very competent, very qualified, but he's never been in the role of quality manager before. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're doing the level two support with these folks, and the goal is that after six months, nine months of staying on level two, that we actually back down to level one because our goal is to train and mentor this this guy.
0: Sorry. <laughs> I have a timer set because I have something I have to do. <laughs> ah.
1: But our goal is to train and mentor him and the rest of the team there so that after a period of time, we don't need to be there on a monthly basis, but we're still available to jump in with any help that they need. Um, so it, it really is. It's a really great program. And again, if you're in a larger organization, you're like, okay, Colin, my company's got 10,000 people and we've got 50 sites and I'm responsible for 10 of them. Well, Okay. This is a fantastic pattern for you to emulate, emulate internally in your organization. Mm-hmm. Decide, again, I keep talking, but you have to make a decision and document it. Decide how much time you're going to make available to each site on a base, monthly basis. Have a plan. Have a schedule. You know, when we do the uh, fractional quality management here, we've got six-month goals, We know six months ahead of time where we want you to be, and we've got events on the calendar scheduled three or four months out. Like you know when you're getting help. You know when you're getting support. You can plan around it. And, I mean, my gosh, I wish this existed when I was getting into quality.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And we always hate to do sales pitches on here, but this kind of lent itself. As I mentioned a couple of episodes ago, we asked one of our team members like, hey, what are some good tips and tricks? Where are they running into? And this specific thing was an issue with one of our clients that they assigned somebody as the quality coordinator yep. and not the manager. And so they were having problems doing things that needed to be done. Yeah. Um, and this is just a solution. Obviously, there are other solutions to work around it. Right. And again, we can come in and help you with those things.
1: But no, this really, really is is a fantastic, really a fantastic method. And honestly, I did something quite similar in my previous career when I was the QHSE coordinator, <laughs> um, is... I had we had uh, four different shops within the business and each shop kind of ran as its own little small business you know we might have some machinist welders probably 20 folks in each shop 10 to 20 folks in each shop and I had each a certain day of the week that I was in that shop and when i was in that shop i'm talking to the supervisor to make sure their ncrs and cards are closed out i'm talking to the guys on the shop floor i'm doing trainings with them i'm doing toolbox talks with them i'm doing walkthroughs and then the next day i'm in another shop then the next day i'm in another shop mm-hmm. so we had four shops so i kind of had my weekly routine towards like monday i'm here tuesday i'm here wednesday i'm there thursday i'm there and then friday i do whatever i needed to do right um it still works Now, you can either have us do it for you. Maybe you can do it internally, but it's a darn good solution.
0: Well, and then, like you said, you have a team that you can call upon and say, hey, I was out in the shop today and XYZ happened. How should I handle that? Yes. Before you are Sally saying, nope, it's going to be done. It's going to be done this way. Come just, you know, take a breather. Yep. And come ask us.
1: Yeah. We've been there. I mean, our team teams made up of former quality managers that's the life we lived and and breathe and yeah there's there's oftentimes so many additional solutions to things you can think of at that moment in time so yeah it it really is a fantastic program i mean honestly i would say this if i didn't work for the company it is a fantastic (laughs) program so if you want to learn more about it whether to get on board with it or emulate something in your own organization like I've never charged for a phone call. If you got a question, go to book, dot book.texasqa.com. You can grab a 30-minute meeting with me personally. Let's sit down. Let's talk. There's no charge. Yeah. Just get a 30-minute meeting. Yeah. I love talking about and this. The, and
0: the best thing about Kyle, of course, he's my husband. It's our business. But the best thing about Kyle is if you talk to him and he's going to ask you a lot of really good questions, and if it's not a good fit, he's going to say, I don't really think I can help you.
1: Yeah. I'm. I've... I have learned the hard way not to do that. Yeah.
0: yeah. (laughs) Gotten in some situation. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. And then it's not a good situation. So we've learned to say no when it's appropriate. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh,
1: But I'll even tell you why it's not. And that in itself is good feedback. Right. That is real good feedback.
0: Right. So thanks for listening. I hope this was helpful.
1: Cool. Thank you. Hey, this is Kyle with Texas Quality Assurance. Thank you again so much for checking out the Quality Matters podcast. We absolutely love putting this out and love the feedback we get from you guys. So please take a moment to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Go ahead and leave us a review on iTunes or drop us a line on LinkedIn. We absolutely love hearing from you every chance we get.